0: Alrighty, welcome to the first okay. podcast. At least the first podcast we've done together. Yeah. Introducing Luca over here. It's your boy Miguel. Miguel's and today we are going to talk about
1: a variety of different things.
0: That's it. So we were discussing what to dis- to We're discussing what to discuss and how to uh, structure this podcast. But I think. Um, sometimes luke mentioned that sometimes it's best to just free flow and people want to hear a conversation um so that's what we're going to try and do i think before we even started i mentioned to you something called the awkward phase Mm -hmm. which i think is um what many people go through when starting something you start a youtube channel you start creating content you start a business and you don't necessarily know where you're going so you're in that awkward phase where you're discussing things or or, or working through things or creating content on various different topics as you try and find your voice as you try and find what exactly you want to talk about so i guess this
1: is our awkward phase yeah i mean first podcast so people just bear with us you know we're not going to be perfect right off the bat but as miguel just said you know you get past that awkward phase hopefully we can start discussing things um for people to hear and kind of relate to um, you know from a range of different topics so you know it's just something that we're gonna try and enjoy doing Hopefully, other people can enjoy it too and um, yeah podcast number one
0: exactly and I think uh, this is a good example of uh, something I talk about uh, to, to my friends is the idea of playing man to me this is fun to me it's like let's try and create a podcast and see what happens yeah. and i think most great ideas in life uh most businesses most uh, projects you know successful projects always start with a with a, a bit of creativity but also fun you, you know like you you just test things out here we are with with a r- bunch of random equipment that are, we're not sort of experts in but we put it together uh, we we managed to to make it work and and here we are testing things out and As long as you have the mindset of let's see what happens and if we continue this for for six months, a year, two years and and go with the flow. And I think everything that I've uh, managed to accomplish in life has always been with that mindset of let's just roll with it um, and see what happens. And I recently made a video about fear, um, which I I posted. Um, And one of the things that has really uh, helped me manage fear and and even get past the uh, judgment from others and that sort of thing is by remembering this quote which is uh, the fool is the precursor to the savior I think I mentioned yeah, it to yeah, you it last time that. that, yeah. and that's the idea that if we're creating this podcast especially at the very beginning we're going to have to accept that we're fools mm-hmm. you know that we don't know what we're doing that we're sort of working it out uh, that we don't know whether we need to look at each other or the camera <laughs> Whether the, the
1: phase there, phase yeah, four. whether the audio
0: will sync up with the with, with the video, yeah. um, but that's all part of the
1: process. No, exactly, and as you said, most good things they start with people just doing it for fun. I just showed up here twenty minutes ago, drank a coffee, and all of a sudden we're just discussing different topics. So we had to say, wait, let's not talk about the topics now. Let's wait until we get on a podcast. So um, yeah, I think we could just. Have a little convo. We've got Kenji. Kenji thought a dog here with us. Exactly. He might jump in a frame, but um I'm sure people don't mind that. Um but yeah, I mean what what should we discuss first? I mean COVID well, I was, COVID new strain. What do you think about that? COVID new
0: strain, man. It's
1: uh... i not I'm gonna try not to ask questions like that. What do you think about that? Just kind of like uh, a, that's a fair. I'm or...
0: also not uh, not an expert on these things, <laughs> so like I'll just give you my honest opinions on it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like it's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm slowly getting used to this sort of life.
1: Mm.
0: You know, I'm, I'm. People complain about wanting to go back to the old normal. I'm kind of getting used to the new normal. Mm-hmm. I like the the fact that uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like I have more time to concentrate on my own projects rather than. Always having to go out and party. The only things I do miss, maybe, is the social side of things um, dancing when, when, when I used to go back to Bacchita. salsa clubs and what. Yeah. Um,
1: Merengue, bachata.
0: But I also love the fact that everyone's working from home, yeah. that it's just more convenient. I don't know, man. I'm getting used to this in terms of the new strain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, man, like, uh, uh, yeah, if the vaccine works on, on both strains, then and then it won't be a problem. The only thing is, I don't know whether people are going to actually take the vaccine. I'm I'm thinking, even... I
1: mean, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, look, they've just made a new vaccine. <coughs> the government has made 50 million orders of this vaccine, mm. and now there's a new strain. So have they just wasted all of that time creating that vaccine, or is that vaccine still going to work for the new strain which is, which is, um, which is here? Um, and I do think that's... I think Kenji's going to tell you about that. just interrupted by Kenji though with his um little accident on the carpet.
0: Yep, yeah, so my dog just pooed on my carpet, hence why we've had to do a little brief skip on the video and audio. Yeah. So we are back.
1: What was we talking about? Kenji doesn't want us to have a podcast. We we're does talking you? about
0: the virus and the strain, the new strain, people getting vaccine.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I was just saying that I think it's going to be it's going to be um interesting to see whether the vaccine which has just been ordered and you know just been rolled out. rolled out this week is going to work on the new strain mm. uh, i think that's going to be interesting to kind of can
0: you imagine if they made the order and spent 50 million on this vaccine a new strain comes out and it doesn't even fix it doesn't even work on that
1: and you know what's crazy the first place to roll out the vaccine yeah. was England, the UK. The first place to have a variant in the strain of COVID nineteen is in the UK. So it'd be also interesting to find out if there's a link there. Yeah. You know, whether this vaccine has um, actually allowed the virus to mutate in somebody and it's contracted to somebody and went, you know, travelled throughout the uh, you know, southeast of UK which they're saying. Um that might be a bit far-fetched. But it would be interesting to kind of speak to somebody and find out their thoughts on that, if they're experts in it. But we're not experts, so.
0: Are you thinking of getting the vaccine? Uh,
1: Not right now. Mm. Not right now. Um, the thing is, is that there's so many people who I know who aren't getting a vaccine. Almost everybody I speak to mm. is saying they're not going to get a vaccine yet, so I'm just going to be a bit of a copycat and just kind of go with them for
0: now I think most people our age you know who are more under 30 or whatever aren't going to be wanting to get the vaccine at least not in the initial stages yeah Um, and that might cause a problem in in, in future but I guess if the older generations have the the vaccine or those that are most vulnerable then the people like us who perhaps won't want to take the vaccine to start with they won't affect them right like it if we get the virus then we'll be ill although i'm sure there are it's not not a good thing but you'll be ill temporarily and and you'll get over and that's fine it's it's those that are most vulnerable that need it Uh, the only thing that i worry about or i think about is what um what activities will be excluded for not having the vaccine so how will travel be affected how will Going to bars, clubs, be affected? Will you have to have that COVID passport or whatever, that vaccine passport? And that's that's terrifying, inevitable.
1: man. I think that's inevitable. To, that we're going to have like health passports. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been like a conspiracy theory for the past ten years. All they're going to try and chip, you know, put chips in you and have health passports. And but you know, I think it's a reality now. I think that you know, if this virus is as bad as people say it is. Um, you know, governments are going to say, right? Unless you've had a vaccine, you're not going to come to a country. Unless you had a vaccine, you're not going to work in a public place. Mm. Unless you had a vaccine, you're not going to be able to go to the cinema or go to a theatre. Um, so I think that you you will have to present a um, a health passport um, in the near future, and it's, it's going to be quite
0: freaky. Will people go back to being? themselves though so let's say you have a va- you get the vaccine you go into a club where apparently everyone in that club is vaccinated do you think that everyone will party like they used to before or will it be still a little bit awkward
1: well you've got to think humans are um and you, I can, I'm sure you'd agree that humans are creatures of habit mm. and humans evolve based on their their habits and their habitual needs so mm. if there's you know, if humans get into a routine of exercising every day, they're going to become athletes, and they're going to if they maintain that for ten years, they're going to become athletes. If they study a certain subject every day, mm. they're going to become a specialist in a certain subject. Um, you know, if you're basically if you're doing something every day, you're going to become that's going to become your way of life. Yeah, uh, and I think that you know, even after you know a year in this kind of whole lockdown, COVID phase i think people's uh, habits and their way of thinking are changing and evolving already so uh, depending on how long this you know state of mind carries on and this kind of uh time this time in society carries on i think it will determine how we kind of live for the rest of our lives um so, I mean, if we used to snap out of it in 2021, I think we'll go back to how we was before. People go back to clubs, they'll go back to bars, mm. and they'll, they'll go back to how they was. But if this carries on for another two years, you know, humans could change forever.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. I, I, I never thought about that, how we'll get used to this new normal and things will change, especially with with the fact that many travel and sort of clubbing-type experiences will just be completely gone you know when we really come out of this and have a chance at a semi normal life as as it was before we won't be able to do those opportunities clubs will be gone but clubs won't be as filled festivals how many festivals will go out of business Mm -hmm. um, or won't ever come back I think it was like I remember reading two-thirds of the travel industry have completely collapsed so you know the whole like culture of going on a gap year for example before university or after university and going as a collective group and doing all these activities that's gone mm. you know um and we'll have to adopt adapt to a new a, a new life and that's strange man it's strange um to me that the the one thing that has, has affected me the most is, is that is the dancing is, is the salsa scene so for those that don't don't know obviously who don't know me um I, i've been a big dancer for around six years and that, that's how i my girlfriend and how we're together now and that was something that I used to do two three times a week it was my like, like oh, you gym. know huh? it's like
1: your version of the gym
0: it's my version of the gym it's kind of your your area to unwind <laughs> to forget about things and that's just gone mm-hmm. you know and like man I, I always think about how many people uh, who, who, who the people that work in these industries the people like dance teachers, um, but also personal trainers and, and, and other industries who have just completely their whole industry has been destroyed mm-hmm. overnight and they have no customers no clients no nothing and they're all going to have to adapt and i think there's a a reluctance of people to uh, to do what you have to to make ends meet i think many people i discussed this with my girlfriend how you know, when let's say you work as a dance teacher and your whole industry has collapsed, and you have you're not making any money, you get a job wherever you can. Obviously, it's hard to get a job, but you get a job working in Tesco if you can, man, or yeah. as a delivery driver or something. Yeah. Um, but it hits people's ego to want to do that. It's like, oh, I'm a salsa teacher. It's Same with th- with drama students or or theatre actors. Oh, I'm a theatre actor. I would never do that. And I was like, yeah, you would never do that traditionally, but these this is you know, a difficult period in, in, in time, and everyone's got to do what they have to do to survive, and it's hard out there right now.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's one of the challenges of uh, of this time is that people are going to either change or they're going to be resistant to change. Yeah. So as you said, you know, if you're a salsa teacher, and you know, people might not look at a salsa teacher as somebody who is like a high honor, but there are some salsa teachers they you know they earn yeah. a lot of money. You know, they might do three nights a week and earn £300 a night. Mm. Um, You know, 20 students each paying £10 each or £12, whatever it is. And then from that, they have to go from earning £900 a week doing something that they love to earning £300 a week working in a warehouse or or a Tesco. And, you know, it takes a certain type of person to be able to make that change and still maintain a, yeah. Uh, a positive attitude um, not knowing if this industry is going to come back not knowing if they're going to be a salsa teacher again not knowing if they're going to have students and a lot of these very good salsa teachers actually care about their students are gonna think know Miguel he, he hasn't been to the salsa studio in, 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 in so so long and they're gonna know that people are going to be affected and you know it's just a weird time
0: and this is this is the, the This is one of those moments that creates inequality. It separates the people who are going to adapt, innovate, come up with something, a solution, change, pivot, Mm -hmm. or are you going to be a victim of circumstances? And many people will will sink or swim in these situations. It's like if your industry is going down, you pivot. Many companies have have already have time to pivot and try a different avenue, but you don't you don't let these things affect you. Or you try not to. Otherwise, it can really sink you as as your business, but also as your uh, as your who you are, you know, and become depressed and all of these things. And we speak about inequality. We've spoken about inequality quite a lot, and you know, inequality is, exists for many many reasons. But this is an example of of where inequality will come about there wasn't maybe everyone people were thriving before and those that are thriving now are some of the poorest people yeah. um and it has created inequality and it's you know i, I really detest the victim mindset um, and i think many people have become used to it and uh, something that i always like to speak about is that uh, you know the, the the world around you can shift and and go against you but you always have to find a way and step up and never let it depress you and get you down. And the way you do that or counterbalance the the, the chaos in, in the world and in life is by being grateful and just being like, you know what, despite the fact that uh, I haven't got as many clients or I've been made redundant or circum- my industry has collapsed, like at least I have some savings. At least I have uh, – a government that is willing to give me benefits or I have a roof over my head or all of these things, you know. But mm-hmm. People don't think like that.
1: Yeah, and I think you're right. That's, that's, that's going to separate the winners from the so-called losers. Um, I think in time, you know, if you go back in history, you think what divided conquerors from people getting conquered? Like if you look at somebody like, um, I don't know, Genghis Khan, I don't know that much about him, but I know that he took over with his army mm. most of the world.
0: Yeah.
1: And you think, how did this one guy do that? And you think...
0: Because he's a legend, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: not, it's not a thing of physicality. It's not yeah. like a massive, you know, 100-foot giant who could yeah. fly all over the world. You know, he was able to influence people and his mentality was uh, one one of you know his mentality allowed him to uh, do all the things that he done so that just goes to show that there's such a contrast in human mentality that people are going to fail people are going to win when you come up in up uh, up into you know hard times like world war 1 world mm. war 2 and then you know something like covid uh, spanish flu you know you go back in in history and see how many periods of time humans were struggling and then you see who were the victors and who weren't and you have to kind of look at them and think well the victors most of them would have had a certain mentality they would have got on with whatever the you know the hardships were at that time and tried to thrive even in that time some people would have made excuses and said you know i'm just gonna give up yeah and that's what creates winners and and so-called losers and you know what i i from what i've Witness. And you, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Just, just what was quite interesting is that we've actually gone into a, a time where we don't really look at winners and losers like that. We try and create things so equally mm. um, in terms of gender, race, religion, culture. Everything in the West is there's been such a, a you know push on equality that it's going to be you know even at a time like now where it's so challenging, there aren't going to be that as many divides as there maybe would have been 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I think if there was going to be a, co- a, a worldwide pandemic, now would have been the time because I think people now, are people think that people aren't unified, unified, but I think people now are more unified than ever. Yeah. Um, so I think now would have been a perfect time for a worldwide pandemic because essentially people are going to have to come together, whether they like it or not. To fix to fix the bigger world issue, yeah, Um, and people were kind of being forced to come together through this whole kind of phase of equality. So um, it's kind of perfect timing that they both kind of coincided. Mm. And I think if you look at it that way, you can kind of see some benefits. uh, Sorry, not some benefits. You're going to see some. Yeah, you're going to see some benefits from um, this. You know, obviously, terrible pandemic. Right. Obviously, there's been we know about the the bad sides to it and the people dying, people getting ill, etc. Um, people are aware of all these these uh, disadvantages of, of COVID in society, but um, not many people know about you know how it's going to benefit us. So yeah, I think we should try and highlight those those points. Yeah, those sure. what was I going to say? Um,
0: something that I've um, observed for quite some time is the different attitude between immigrants and natives to a country. I, mean, I can only speak for those that are native English, but I imagine it's the same in most Western countries. But I think it's most the country, the wealthiest countries in the world are the ones that usually have the most immigrants or the most successful. Um, America, the UK being one of them. And it's not because the immigrants are better than the, the, the those from the local nationals or whatnot. Uh, I think it's mindset to some degree and i think it, it, my, my parents my mother's colombian father's spanish but they they were both raised with a you you gotta start working at 14 to make ends meet and there's no victim mindset in colombia man There's everyone is, is fighting for survival everyone is doing what they can selling some fruit on the corner you know it, entrepreneurship coming up with ideas innovating because there's no other option there's no benefit system so to speak there's no government to fall back on and i think countries that are more successful and are richer such as the us the uk and the us have those structures in place which are good i'm not against them at all but they do create a level of leniency um, and which allows for more people to uh, to to fall on this on the on on this victim mindset and it's not healthy and especially in, in in these times People should be like, okay, because I know so many people who have lost their jobs. I have family members who have lost their jobs um, and friends. And I think, okay, in, if I was one of these individuals, like, well, what would I do? I was like, well, think of a, a small skill that you could do. I, oh, you don't have any skills. Well, can, can you paint a door? Yeah, okay. Well, can you buy a brush and some paint? Yeah, okay. Well, can you go on Gumtree and post an ad saying, I will paint your door or I will paint your fence? And someone will respond because someone needs that, mm-hmm. and, and it will take a while to pick that up. Obviously, try and get a stable job, or it might not be enough money. Hey, can- hey can- we've got a little, uh, little running can- around, a little <laughs> guest, special guest. Um, but yeah, it's like that's to me. is like the winner mindset, man. It's like you make, you you do what you have to do to make ends meet. You you grind, man, and it's hard. Grinding and, and working and putting in the effort is hard, and that's why many people don't do it. It's easier to be a victim, mm-hmm. um, but life is hard, man. And if you don't, if you don't push forward with something, then the catastrophe of of, of your situation or, or the world can be over, overwhelming. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, no, one hundred percent, definitely agree. I know that ties into the, I think the fight or flight, fight or flight. Yeah. I mean, I don't think fight or flight would make sense of this, but, you know, you've got two mentalities when you're put in a tough situation. You know, just like a dog, like, just say Kenji. Kenji is 100% a fighter. He, 100%. He is not. Jack Russell. You know, he's seven months. Yeah. You know, if you put him into a corner, he's going to fight. Yeah. You know, even you know, he's a little dog, it doesn't matter, he's going to fight. Um, and then there's some dogs just naturally in them, genetically, they might be genetically predisposed to it, they might be, um, you know, uh, their surroundings might have influenced them mm. and they might just kind of whimper in that corner and give up. And that's what, there are different types of humans. I mean, we both probably uh, witnessed humans from both of those sides. We've seen kind of tough guys who, not just tough guys, but guys who they're not going to give up. They're in a fight if they're in a bar. And you see a guy who's very aggressive and you know, he's not gonna give up anytime soon. And you've got a guy in the corner who's gonna be like, you know, I don't wanna fight. And they, yeah. they might walk away from a fight and they might leave their girlfriend they might leave their girlfriend um, in the middle of a fight and you know, they'll be happier that they'll go home and they don't care about you know, you know, there's two different types of people like that. I'm not saying one's better and one's not, mm. but that's what happened, you know, you've got those two types of people in society when um bad you know when tough issues arise so something like covid or a war we've got two different types of people some people are going to go to war or fight. and these are these some are, people are going to stay at home. sure but
0: them. these are big things right like these are monumental catastrophes in the world that we're talking about but even on a on a, a microscopic level within our own lives like we have an argument with our partner what do we give up on them yeah oh we have a we we got rejected by five jobs uh, job interviews. Oh, are we going to give up altogether? Exactly. Like, and I'm I'm not against giving up because mm. I think giving up people have put a bad uh, people see giving up as as a bad thing entirely, yeah. and I don't think that. I think you have to know when to change. Is probably give up on something that isn't giving you the the direction that you wanted no, I'm to I'm about
1: do. to say here isn't it? Go no yeah, Einstein.
0: Uh, what was it? Insanity is... Is that what you're thinking yeah, of? Yeah, word? exactly,
1: yeah. Um, Insanity. The same
0: thing over and over. And expecting different results. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's true, man. It's like, I know many people who, or have a few friends who run businesses, and uh, uh, one of them I'm thinking of in particular, he's been running his tech startup for quite some time, and it hasn't... Got traction. It just, to me, I don't like the idea. I don't think it will work. I don't quite understand it. It's a difficult thing for him to even express, let alone convince people to invest in mm. stuff. He's been doing it for four or five years. He's also 34 or something. And he's got a girlfriend who's like 31. And I remember having a conversation with him. I was like, bro, like, you can't keep relying on this. You know, you, you can't keep relying on this. You have a, a, a girlfriend who's study one, like she's gonna wanna, you know, start a family soon, and, and you won't be able to sort of make ends meet, and it's it's a hard. You may have to get a, a normal job, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying if you don't want to give up on this completely, don't give it up, but you're gonna have to find something uh, to keep you going in the meantime,
1: mm-hmm.
0: whilst you work on this passion project, and if you genuinely feel like it hasn't isn't going. Going your way you have to have that honest conversation and say well is this what I was meant to do or can I do something different and better yeah. and in those instances at least for him I was thinking hey. you know, he needs to Kenji gonna,
1: he's gonna mess
0: up the he needs to he needs to give up and, and pivot try something else and there's no shame in that
1: mm.
0: I think it, it's much better to do something even if it's badly than do nothing at all
1: mm-hmm. um and, uh, yeah, that I, I completely happened. agree I mean what you got to look at is you think if he gave up now who's to say in two years it wouldn't be relevant
0: that, that's why you have to have the honest conversation with yourself and and, and try I mean, and see I both was, sides because maybe they maybe in two years he will have his break maybe in two years he'll get his break he'll get loads of funding and and finally make money you know think about like Uber or something um, but that's not always the case and you have to, it's judgment, man. You have to be really honest. Yeah. Let me get him a toy to stop him from biting everything. But carry him. Um
1: Yeah, I mean, what you've got to think about is most of these companies, what we see today, which are in success, especially tech companies, Yeah. 20 years ago, you would have looked at them and said, what are you talking about? Mm. Why do you need a camera on each side of your phone? <laughs> True. What do you mean a camera on each side of your Something
0: phone? so simple like that that we've now taken yeah. for granted. I mean,
1: you've got a landline. I remember a landline. Yeah. That was right. the phone. What, what do you mean you're going to put a camera on either side of that? Yeah. And they'd be like, no, we're not going to put a camera either side of the landline. We're going to make a mobile. And they'd be like, what do you mean mobile? And they'd say, oh, it's mobile because it's mobile. You can walk around with it. That's literally what a mobile is. is you could be mobile with the phone. You could just walk around. And it's like, okay. but We're going to end up putting two cameras in. On either side. Like, we don't need cameras. You know, these camera companies are obviously contacting the phone companies like Apple, Samsung, etc., Nokia, yeah. and saying to them, Sony Ericsson, saying to them, look, we've got these cameras which are specific for phones. Mm. And we think that you're going to need them. Phone companies are saying, what are you talking about? People text, they play snakes on their phone, they, you know, listen to their monophonic ringtones, they're buying crazy frog ringtones, and we're becoming millionaires crazy. of this. What are you talking about? Yeah. A camera on every side, and if they, they, those people gave up on creating the latest cameras for each phones, uh, for for the latest phones, who's to say that we'd have cameras in our phones now? And I think that that that's just one kind of example, but um, you know, people tend to do something they like they like to do, and who's to say that it's not going to be relevant? The there are many, however, however. I agree that sometimes you have to look at it and say, do you know what, we, you know, that's not going to work. You know, so you have to look at it sometimes and say, that's not going to work. Or if, if it's really preposterous, people have to be able to look at it and say, no, I don't think this Or... Right. Or do that part-time and exactly, then do something on the side. That's
0: what you need to do. Like, for example, I don't hey, want not, to... Look, I'm not right. creating these, these podcasts or, or videos because I want this to sort of... Be my main source of income now. Yeah. Like, I have other businesses that I work on that do provide me with that income. This is more of a, a bit of fun and like a bit of a passion project, a side project. If I can make something out of this, then wicked. You know, that's what you, that's the goal of life to try and do something that you enjoy and do yeah. it regularly and that it provides you a form of income. But um, you have to be realistic. I think what people miss is the realistic side of things, which is to have something. <laughs> In, a, uh, in the background.
1: Yeah, not exactly. And I think, but then you have to think if people don't put their full effort into something, is it really going to take off? But It's it's just really hard. It's, it's tried and error. I mean, most people are going to fail at things. I mean, I, I reckon they were probably about I mean, what, 100 different phone companies back in the day yeah. trying to get investment? BlackBerry, man, what happened to that? Yeah, and then, you know, you had Nokia, you had Sony Ericsson, you had these type of companies when we were younger. And it's like, now they're nowhere to be seen, Nokia yeah. Sony Ericsson. So, you know, there's newer ones. Um, so there's always going to be people working on something, and a very few, a very small percentage of those people are going to be successful. Um, it's like the sales industry you know if you contact a hundred people ten people might be semi-interested five people might come and inquire two people might buy your product or your service mm.
0: um,
1: so you know that you know that's very similar to life I think, I think you know. what
0: helps and what I've um, managed to to do is have like a long-term mindset or vision to anything yeah. I'm doing like for example when I started uh, my marketing agency reign supreme i i didn't i was very honest with myself and i knew that i might not get this off the ground properly in a year yeah um but by three years i would have worked something out Mm. and i would have learned something in the
1: process you've got one customer i would have got one
0: bloody customer and that's exactly what
1: sort of happened
0: you know and it's the same with with these videos one of the all these podcasts as well, one of the the things I often think about is uh, how do I want to make this work? How does it tie into everything else I do? What do I want to talk about? All of these things. Now, I can worry about that existential problem that I'm currently living through or I can say, man, if I do this for five years, I would have worked that out and more. If yeah. I do this for ten years, I would have worked out what to sell, what to promote, or what to talk about. If I do this for twenty years, God knows what I could what I could do. Yeah. And I and something that I've done recently that I think many people should do is to try and think about one like a couple of things, maybe two or three things that they are happy to do for the rest of their life that they enjoy, yeah. um, and focus their energy on that and. It, doesn't have to be full time. It could be on, on the side, or, or, or you know. But if you focus your energy on on two or three things that you really enjoy, Kenji, man, manage it. Um, then the possibilities are endless if you give yourself that time frame. Mm-hmm. And to me, you know, I, I for my marketing agency, I do social media campaigns and also websites. Um, for the family business, I, I, I help clean curtains, carpets, upholstery. Um, and I don't want to do these things for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, I do it because it, it it pays the bills. It does well, you know. It, it's sort of my business, and it, and I have those operations in order. However, the one thing that I do enjoy and would like to do for the rest of my life is videos. Mm. It's the part, it's content, the part that I enjoy. So I was like, okay, man, like if this is the one thing that I really enjoy, then let's do this, or at least make a. Make a couple of videos a week for five years? Yeah. That's my time frame, five years. In five years, I would have worked some shit out, man. I would have found the people that like to listen to me or, and, and you and, and you know, no. exactly what we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, and I think many people don't have that long-term vision.
1: Yeah. And, well, 100%, yeah. man. I mean, what, what's interesting to me, have you ever seen, you know, Mr. Beast? He's a YouTuber.
0: Yes. Like, he's fitness and women and things like
1: that, is it? No, he's more of a, just a random YouTuber. He just does, like, random challenges give, give, and, um, like, he... Is he the one that gives up, gives up free
0: money and things yeah, like that? Yeah, he does free stuff. Yeah.
1: He's got some of the... I think he's one of the highest, you know, subscribed YouTube channels. Yeah, yeah, 50 yeah. 50 million subscribers or something like that. Yeah. Um, what's funny is five years ago, he started his YouTube channel. Mm. His first uh, video was him saying, Oh I hope in five years from now I've got a million subscribers. Yeah man And he's just got literally he just he's in a bedroom, you know, it's nothing special. Um and you know five years later he's got like fifty million. That's it man and so and at that time obviously he only had a five stop. Hey no stop no um at at that time obviously he probably only had a hundred views or five hundred views or whatever. And the fact that now he's one of the most, you know, watched person on YouTube shows yeah. that, you know, you can start something and and it will grow. What was your point before that? Why did I come up with that? Just long
0: term mindset, you yeah, know, like exactly having that that idea that you the don't. The fact that he said
1: five years from now instead of five uh, uh, months from now uh, yeah. showed that what what he was you know what he was um, looking to do. Stop, stop.
0: Yeah, and and that's uh, <clears throat> that's what I think many people are missing right now. When it, in, in entrepreneurship and, and these sorts of endeavors is that sort of long-term vision mm. um, and uh, it's something that I encourage you to have with, with this and me to have with this is like let's make videos let's talk let's spread our, our word um, as we're doing now out of final enjoyment not because we're going to get fucking millions of pounds of sponsorships or anything like that yeah. but we're doing it for fun and enjoyment and let's see what happens and uh, let's see we'll dude maybe we'll be like that that guy man. maybe in 5 years time we'll have like a million views on, on our podcast can you no, imagine <laughs> nice. yeah that
1: would be crazy but man. it
0: shows it goes to show what you can achieve if you if you decide something man if you, if you take that initial step uh, focus on it and forget everything else forget people what people think of you forget the money forget uh, getting everything perfect and start and roll. And another rule that I really like to follow that I encourage everyone to implement in their lives is to, is to try and make everything you do 2% better. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, since the last time we made a video, we now have lighting. We now have good microphones. That's already 2% better. And next time maybe we'll be, uh, I don't know, our conversation will be tighter or we'll have less breaks. But they will always be 2% better. And that 2% multiplies. Yeah, and exactly. and that two percent should be applied in your relationships, in in family, in business, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, I think one of the best pieces of advice that I always mention to people to to encourage them to be a better person.
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. You again, I keep on comparing our podcast to other people, but ah, you know, you look at Joe Rogan's podcast. We're yeah. both fans of Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, Shout out Joe Rogan if he's watching one Joe Hogan. yeah, Joe Rogan's a man, and you know everybody loves Joe Rogan. But his first couple of podcasts were just him with Brian Redband sitting in his room smoking a joint with his, you know, in the dark. Bro, Can you imagine? Bring a joint back. There, there was, I've got a joint. No, <laughs> yes, no, bro. I, I, do you still smoke? I don't know if you still smoke. I know you used to back I in don't. The day. I
0: don't smoke. Uh, like I don't casually smoke on my own. Mm. If anyone ever has weed, or if I'm at a party, hell
1: yeah, man. Yeah, man. I've always listen. I smoke weed every day, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've got weed with me. We can smoke one in a minute, if you want. Know. Sick. Um, yeah, but someone like Joe Rogan, he started. His room was—he well, didn't even have a light. Imagine Joe Rogan. He's, you know, he's already somebody quite yeah, know, yeah, yeah. famous. He's got money in the bank. Not that famous, but he's quite famous. Um, and you know, he just started with the idea. No, nobody, nobody even. Thought no, nobody even had the concept that podcasts were going to be that huge in the future. He wasn't even earning money off of it. He was just in his room, you- videoing it, talking shit like we are now. Yeah. We're not earning no money for this. We're just doing it because we would have had a conversation anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: are we gonna, you know, especially in times like now when everybody's locked down, and we've got this amazing technology and we've got access to cameras which cost us not too much. Obviously, mm. we've got all this equipment here and you know the fact that we can broadcast our conversation to people we have to just kind of be kind of thankful for that and people enjoy it uh, not necessarily ours yet because this is our third podcast, first podcast mm-hmm. but um, people do enjoy listening to people talk for some reason and um, we enjoy talking together we but we are bouncing these ideas and we started
0: off this podcast we not like, knowing what to talk about as well which is the funny
1: we, thing we like we we like talking to each other yeah we can have a chat we can talk about different things we can talk about things about being judged and you know and that, and that's what i like doing and we just thought why not broadcast it to everybody and let people listen to it and,
0: when joe rogan started his podcast did he start it for a particular reason or was it more like a was it uh, him just having a conversation like did did he want to was there a goal to it, or was it just like we're doing now? Just, um,
1: I no, I've never
0: watched one of his original. His, uh, no, I mean, for,
1: he he didn't have no goals. I don't. I mean, he might have had, you know, small goals in his mind. Um, but I think for him, he's always said that he just wants to have a conversation with people, just like friends, just like we're doing now. Mm. And um, he got his inspiration off of. I can't remember the guy's name, but he, basically, he started a podcast I think it's David Tell. Is it David Tell? I'm not sure. Somebody basically started a podcast, and he saw that you know he kind of saw that that might be the future. I think mm. that's how he explained it. And then he just started very small, nothing too complicated. Uh, and he had his old studio, which he had guests like a mort- mortal Technique, and then his. God, I remember that guy. You see that? Remember that? Have you seen that epi- episode? No, there's a few Episodes I, I, of him.
0: What was that big song that he had?
1: Dance with the Devil. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: there's a few of them. Yeah. yeah. But yeah he had episodes of guys like him back in the day and it's crazy because he used to get kicked off of youtube and then he had to go on to Ustream, something called Ustream. and i remember just being on my old broken phone just trying to click on a podcast and sometimes a link would work sometimes it wouldn't and um yeah it's just crazy and then to think that he's gone from that to now yeah you know Being broadcasted to so many people from some of his
0: videos recently got taken down. There was some sort of controversy from YouTube, like they took some of his videos down because of what he was saying. And it it goes back to the the whole censorship happening within the world right now. And um, I guess that's a topic for another day. But um, even Joe Rogan, a guy of his his status, still has that problem of censorship uh, from a platform like YouTube. But anyway. Shall we call it uh, a podcast? Shall we
1: call it a uh, wrap it up? Yeah, if you want, we can wrap it up, mate. Because
0: yeah, we, we're, we're trying to find out the ideal balance of time, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and, you know, maybe in future we'll do a...
1: How long have we been going for now? Uh, Must be an hour. 46 long. minutes? Oh, Yeah. that it? That's, yeah. That's not too bad. yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, good little chat. Good chat, I man. Think people... If you like it subscribe yeah
0: available chickens. on spotify uh, i google no apple apple Podcasts or whatever you call it mm-hmm. um all, all the major streaming platforms and on my youtube channel uh which is miguel supreme um luke i'm encouraging luke to create his own youtube channel soon or maybe he'll just create this and, and add, add these videos onto his channel pleasure and peace 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 out everybody <laughs>